two dwarven women are traveling by wagon over wide open fields. The sun shines over long, green grasses and idyllic hills. The interior of the wagon is lined with pots, pans, and all variety of metal goods and metalworking tools. We see them again, now among small, isolated clumps of trees. The ground is gently sloping upward. One of the travelers is resting her head on her companion's shoulder, snoring softly. Expertly shifting the reins to one hand, the driver smiles and gently bugs her partner's nose to stop the snoring. We see them mending metalware by a fire in the woods. They laugh at a shared joke, but suddenly stop when we hear a strange rumbling, gurgling growl from somewhere in the woods. They shoot to their feet, and we pull back to see that they are on top of a ridge with a pretty serious slope leading down the other side into a dense forest. Down in that valley, the lights of a small town twinkle out of the darkened wood. The couple exchange a worried glance. Then we see the two of them riding into a town as the sky begins to slide toward dusk. The town is fairly small, maybe a dozen odd buildings. Only a couple of those dare to have a second story. Near the edge of town, people are fixing a fence. One of the menders looks up and waves, then checks the sun's position in the sky and says, Well, you're here now, then smiles. The couple continues into town, past an inn that is far too large for such a modest locale. But the couple aren't looking at the inn. They are all but gawking at town square. In the center, a stone pillar rises 15 feet and is then topped by a four-foot-wide stone ring. The stone has an almost glassy, marble-like appearance, with veins and streaks of various shades of bronze shooting through it. The eponymous hollow stone somehow manages to look regal and hulking, stooped and striking, like a brooding god watching over the town. We pull back and see the evening bustle as night settles over the town. A little clock tower begins to chime, and we fade to black. Then we see one of the dwarf women wakes suddenly. Rays of morning sun kiss their face. They bolt upright as if sensing that something is not right. They are dressed for travel, not for sleep. The remnants of a cook fire smolder nearby. The wagon and their horses wait patiently between the campfire and the road. There is no sign of the other dwarf. The one we see begins searching frantically, and the barest hint of hysteria is seeping into her voice as she begins to shout for her companion when she suddenly stops. The camera spins wildly around her in that way that lets us know something weird and maybe mind-bending is happening. Then we see what she sees. It is the hollow stone, standing alone in an empty field. There is no sign that a town or people were ever there.
Join us next week for a haunting Halloween episode of Wild Endeavors, featuring Evan Chamberlain as Bernie. Hi, um, uh, yeah, uh, I'm not afraid. You're afraid. (laughs) Amy Jostino as Pandora. No, 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 no. I'm looking for, like, a magical Xanax. Adam Rogers as Phyllis. I mean, it's a pretty large stone. How long has this stone been here again? I wonder if there's a library. I can go look it up. Lucille Valentine as Daphne. Some of us are weirder than others. Devin Salisbury as Jack. Also, do you think it's really hollow? What's inside it? And me, Thomas Marsetti, as a variety of spoopy and disturbing characters and events. Join us as this group of investigators try to determine what lies at the heart of the disappearance of Hollowstone.